0: Today we have Christina Taylor. She's Senior Vice President of Operations at Sound Payments. Uh, when I was thinking about you know who can we interview, uh, Christina, I really thought you know you would be a great person. We haven't really interviewed anybody internally, and uh, with your you've got an extensive background in the payments industry, um, and, and operations and customer service, managing large scale rollouts, and um, I think anyone can kind of you know relate to it. Uh, so with that um, you know just wanted to thank you for joining us um and just if you could kind of share with us a little bit of your uh experience and background kind of tell us uh tell us all about you
1: awesome all right um so my background uh i started out um years ago at uh, a company called go software is where i started my payments career um they made one of the first payment software programs for pcs um way back in the day uh i did everything from support to managing the training of new staff and training and onboarding of our resellers to managing technical support and so forth so um i did a little most of what i did there was around support and training and um technical it was a much more technical type role so then um when go software was acquired by verifone Um, I helped to manage the transition of our call center uh, from uh, Savannah, Georgia to Clearwater, Florida. And um, then I managed the support for technical support for gateway and software for several years. Then I moved in. So I've done kind of a little bit of everything under the operations umbrella because I moved from there to managing. um, I was tasked with fixing some of the issues that were wrong with our complicated processes. And so I moved into managing repair, invoicing, order management, client onboarding. Um, and I managed the group that handled large scale rollouts for our tier one merchants. Um, -hmm. it also included, uh, uh, QSR quick serve restaurants and things like that. Um, and, uh, account relationship management. So we had our, uh, account managers, uh, that, um, we called client advocates, uh, and I managed that group. So throughout the years, I've done quite a few things. The biggest thing I'm, I'm most proud of is that throughout those years, you know, in managing large teams, I've mentored numerous managers and supervisors, um, and coached them on how to build successful teams, uh, within my group, uh, many of whom have gone on since then into successful careers in payments or other things. So I'm pretty proud of that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um,
0: well, you know, we have, we probably, as far as our listeners go, it could be in anyone from, you know, a station owner, or an industry marketer, a, a variety of people that might be listening in, um, you know, can you kind of tell us a little bit about what you do at sound payments and you know, what, um, what you feel like you know makes sound payments unique, and you know what you what you love about our company and what you do.
1: Sure. Um, so I manage operations at sound payments, and that um, is a term that can be pretty broad depending on what someone's concept of operations is. Here, operations is responsible for, well, at any company, operations is responsible for execution and the client experience post sales. And so, operations at Sound Payments is everything from order management, supply chain, office management, technical support, implementation, client onboarding, and anything that is client facing. So, we are responsible for that client experience after the sales have happened, after sales has happened. So, um, I always put it this way. R&D determines what we're going to offer, product owns it and designs it, engineering builds it sales sells it, and operations executes on it. So, that's in a nutshell what, um, what operations is it. Yeah, a big job. Yeah, it is. A big job. <laughs> really big <laughs> it job. It's a
0: lot. <laughs> and you do a great, you really do a great job, and, you know, we're very fortunate to have you, um, you know, as you, you talked about your, you know, your background, tons of experience, um, you know, kind of on that note, you know, can you tell us, Um, And again, like I mentioned, you know, anyone can kind of relate to this, um, you know, different pieces of what you do. Um, Mm -hmm. Can you share with us like what you think works and and what doesn't work when it comes to
1: customer service and operations and working with partners and clients? Absolutely. Um, And I put a lot of thought into this over the years, what works and what doesn't work. What does work, I can tell you, is is building effective teams and that's not always easy to do a lot of people have different advice on how to do that but in the end people have to like working in your team in order to do a good job so um, you have to give folks and several factors play into that several um things like giving them the right tools to be successful that's a big deal it can be frustrating doing a job and not having the tools that you need to be successful Um, And not creating a ton of clerical and busy work for people. Um, That's just a waste of resources. It's a waste of time and it's frustrating for folks. You have to have good technology to be able to give folks what they need to be able to do their jobs. And then giving folks the freedom to make good decisions. Micromanagement definitely does not work. And that's you know right. bleeds into your yeah. second question. And one of the things that I like about this company is that we're really big on not doing that, um, on not right. micromanaging and giving folks here's the parameters, here are the goals and what we need to achieve. Mm-hmm. And I want you to be involved in making the good decisions. So over the years I've learned that it would be easy for me to just create a process and give it to my team, but I like to involve them in the process of defining things that work best and that make the most sense. Because then they're bought in, um, they help to create it, and it's a lot easier mm-hmm. to people wanting to do something if they were part of defining it. Um, opera- They feel uh, oh, passionate. Yes, they feel more passionate about making sure it's done the right way. So right. then uh, a collaborative environment is the other big thing that works. It does not work To work in silos and not communicate with anyone outside of your own department you have to have an open communication particularly with other functional departments like product engineering qa and sales that open line of communication is so important because it directly affects the client experience there's no bigger face to the client than operations and client services other than sales but their experience with your product is mostly with you, with operations. So you've got to be given that feedback back to engineering, back to product, um, back to sales. You have to be receptive to hearing feedback from those groups, from sales mm-hmm. particularly. Um, I'm a big mm-hmm. fan and a big believer in support personnel helping out with QA. Um, I have mm-hmm. always been an advocate for that. and There's two reasons for that. It helps QA because support people are gonna look at it through a different lens, usually through the client's lens, um, and they can identify things that are gonna be confusing. Um, But then also, uh, um, it gives them the first look at that software and gives them hands-on experience with it before they have to go support it. So big believer in that, and that also fosters the relationship with QA. So then the last thing I would say is, is, everyone on the team working well together. If you've got even one Mm -hmm. toxic employee, no matter how good they are, if that's taking the rest of the team down, uh, it's going to cause issues for you in managing a large group of people. So you've got to make sure the team likes each other and gets along enough to do a good job. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, Great great advice and tips. Um, So, you know, I guess another part of it, you know, when we think about customers, um, you know, we and and customers and our partners, um, you know, relationships are so important, Um, you know, making sure that, you know, we have good communication with them and that they're happy, Um, you know, can you tell me some of your thoughts on, you know, what makes the biggest difference when it comes to customers um, to make them, you know, feel good about a product, feel good about a
1: company? Um, you know, what, what would you say, you know, some of those key points would be? Absolutely. So since operations is client facing, they're one of the big keys to a client having a good experience. Uh, so one of the first thing, biggest things you have to do, no matter how painful you think it might be, is to solicit your client's feedback on how you're doing, ask them how you're doing, even if it's difficult to hear, or you're afraid of what they might say, um you have to ask them because believe me they will tell someone about their experience you want them to tell you so that you can fix whatever it is that's not working you can give that feedback if it's um feedback on the product itself you can give that feedback to product so that you can make um changes you've got to have empathy for what your clients are going through and you've got to teach your teams to have that empathy too you have to teach them You know, especially in support, you get into the drudgery of day to day and just call after call. You've got to be able to put yourself in the shoes of a merchant who's calling for help and figure and and think of what you would do if you were in their shoes um, and what you would need. So just that alone, having empathy and listening to them is a big thing. And then simplification. If you've got a bunch of complicated processes internally that will filter down to your client if it's complicated Mm -hmm. for you and your staff it's going to be complicated for your client and and people want simplicity today they don't want complicated so that's a big one okay uh, great
0: thanks um you know more great advice um in marketing actually too you know feedback is so important um you know we rely on that a lot so Um, You know, I think a a lot of, you know, different areas within a company or even, um, you know, at a gas station or wherever, that that is so important, um, you know, no matter where you are. Um, So thanks so much uh, for joining us. You know, is there anything else that you can think of um, that you would want to share? Anything, you know, a lot of our podcasts have been related to Sound Easy Pump. Um, You know, a lot of stations are, you know, struggling to you know, make ends meet and, um, you know, but they need to upgrade and they're trying to, you know, either some, some of them don't even, they don't even know who to call or what to do. Uh, right. You know, is there anything, any, anything that you can think of that you want to share or, you know, any sure. advice to give?
1: Sure. One of the things, you know, I haven't touched on yet is, is self-help. That's another thing that's, that's important for clients is, we're spending a lot of time and effort on really building a robust self-help platform people don't want to call in today's day and age they don't want to have to sit on the phone they want to do things on their own time so we're really putting a lot of effort into our sound hub which is our reseller portal soon to be um opened up for merchants as well Uh, but that's a place where people can go for everything if they don't know where to go that's the place to go. So they might, you know, a lot of companies get in a bad habit of sending their clients 50 different email aliases and, and expecting them to remember mm-hmm. contact for what? Well, this is the one-stop shop. They go here. If you don't know where to go, go here. You can find all the contact information you need on SoundHub. You can find training materials, training videos, marketing materials, um, all kinds of things. Uh about the product, you can find installation guides and and how, in depth how to and um, standard operating procedures for different things. It gives access to our knowledge base for different issues they may encounter. So it's really a useful tool. They can pay their bill there. They can um, uh, order equipment on the portal. So mm-hmm. it really is everything end to end
0: a great resource for sure sound hub. Um, okay. Well, thanks again for joining us. Um, and you know, for all of you guys out there listening, um, if you have any questions, uh, reach out to us, you can uh, visit our website. All of our contact information is there. Um, and until next time, thanks so much.
1: All right. Thanks, Michelle.
0: Thanks for listening in. For more information, visit our website at soundpayments.com. You can also email us at infosoundpayments.com or call us at 844 319 5635.